Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Kaderna Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kaderna, and as always, I'm very grateful for you joining us today, especially during these crazy, crazy times. So today is Tuesday, March 31st, 2020, and depending where you're tuning in from, I'm sure you're now getting sick and tired of being quarantined or locked down, shut down, whatever you may want to call it. But this is a great opportunity to perhaps pursue some of those passions you have at home or all those things that we all say we just don't have enough time for. So if one of the things you don't have enough time for is getting up to speed on your financial literacy or on how to perhaps start a business or improve your business, guys, please tune into the podcast on on YouTube or on anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Share the good news, whether you want to learn about Roth IRAs, you know, tax-free retirement options, college planning, uh, life insurance, disability insurance, how to draft up a business plan, what goes inside of an estate plan. You name it, guys. We've probably touched, touched on it in some respect over the past several months. So definitely go back and look at our catalog of episodes and pick and choose which ones you think you could use a little uh, refresher course on. And that's what we're here for. And then any questions that you have stemming from that, again, please reach out uh, anywhere on social media or you can email us at thecadernapodcast at gmail.com and we'll certainly uh, take that into account for future episodes. So I just wanted to plug that back in there as I know so many people feel like, oh, I missed one. I missed last week. Don't worry, guys. I'm just kind of spewing out information based upon what you're telling me you want to hear. So there's no particular chronological order that you feel you must follow. Okay. But without further ado, I want to get into today's episode in which we're going to touch on some very serious information that everybody needs to be aware of. So in times of crisis, as we're dealing right now with the coronavirus pandemic, there's a lot of unique ways in which both people, business, and government react to that. By and large, it's been a very positive reaction. You know, just this morning when I turned on the news, I saw that New Balance is retooling their factories to start producing the uh, face masks that healthcare workers need. Just last week, we saw that Tesla, you know, the monster uh, electronic vehicle maker, is now actually going to be retooling their uh, factories to produce ventilators. Ford Motor Company, kind of following suit, is now uh, approved to produce 50,000 ventilators. And even Brooks Brothers, a very high-end clothing store, is now going to be producing the gear and clothing that healthcare workers need to use. So it's really cool to see kind of capitalism at its finest when all these big businesses come together and try and fill the gaps or the needs that we need as a country right now. So that happens at the biggest level all the way down to the local level which could be, you know, the pizzeria down the street hiring some more drivers to do more deliveries or McDonald's, you know, bringing on staff to do more to-go items. So it's really unique to see how everybody can kind of adapt to this on the go. And it provides a lot of heartwarming stories. And I think that once we come out of this, we'll see just kind of how uh, flexible our economy can be uh, in good times and bad. All right. And one other thing, too, again, we talk about at the local level what, you know, our our local economies are doing. 
all the way up to the national level, in which last week, again, if you, I'm sure you all saw this, President Trump signed a landmark $2.2 trillion stimulus bill. And if you want more information on how that can help you right now, definitely go tune into last week's episode in which we uh, dug into that in great depth and also touched on what the Fed is doing as far as monetary policy, some unprecedented action they've taken. And then again, what the Treasury and the President's administration have done from the fiscal side uh, to try and boost our economy and all the way down to you know the individual level. So a lot of information out there, a lot of good stories that you guys can take in and uh, be proud of, be proud of to be as an American or a business owner and so on. But enough of that. What I want to touch on today, unfortunately, is the opposite side of the coin. So when crazy times arise and there's this chaos out there, unfortunately, that can create a prime environment uh, for bad actors and criminals to swoop in and take advantage, particularly those that focus on you know, scams, hacking, uh, other kind of con artist type uh, schemes that are out there. You're going to be seeing a ton of this if you have not already. All right. From the very onset of the coronavirus, when it came into America, immediately within that first week, I was inundated by emails coming from state insurance commissioners, uh, FINRA and the SIPC, my own compliance office, saying be on a heightened alert for different scams and frauds that are now going to be taking place. And that is a understatement if there ever was one. Okay, so just to kind of clue you in on what a lot of our, uh, our protectors, our, our elected officials and state and federal government are doing for this, you'll be seeing that a lot of states have created a joint federal and state task force. Most already have one that's particularly out there just to target any criminals that are taking advantage of COVID-19 and any related frauds or scams having to do with that. So what I want to do is kind of elaborate on that and clue you guys into what have already been the most popular scams so that you can be aware of them and then report them if need be. So number one is going to be robocalls. All right. So we're all sick and tired of them. We get enough as it is. According to an article in New York Magazine, over 50% of all telephone calls made today are actually robocalls. It's insane. And then just to kind of show you the scope of that, just in America, there are over 167 million robocalls per day. That number has since skyrocketed uh, since the coronavirus entered our country. So why am I bringing up robocalls? Well, most of the times we see that number we don't know, we might ignore it. Or we might, you know, pick it up and they start to go on some recording that they're going to save us millions of dollars doing X, Y, or Z. And we just hang up on them and we take all the normal course of action. But now that municipalities are communicating so much of their information through text message blasts, uh, through robocalls and voicemails, and it might be the municipality talking about park closures or uh, testing sites that they've established in your neighborhood, or it could be your kid's school calling to talk about how they're uh, doing some online courses or whatever it might be. The point is now all of a sudden we're all paying a little bit closer attention uh, to some of those robocalls. And unfortunately, there's a lot of bad actors now that have swooped in to take advantage of this opportunity. 
in which they've created different scams that mimic a lot of those messages we do want to hear about testing sites, about park closures, school schedules, uh, and so on and so forth. So be very careful because if they ask you to press a button, okay, to hear more options or more information, do not press that button. What that typically does is it will give that, that caller permission for you to supply your phone number and which can be added to many other call lists or sell your phone number with your permission now uh, to a slew of other robocallers. So it might not be something so malicious that's going to be an outcome, but your phone might literally be blowing up from additional robocallers. So do not press any button on there except for the end button. Okay. And always verify, verify that information you're hearing with, you know, your, your local township or municipality's website um, and just do your due diligence. Okay. The next one to think of are going to be a lot of special offers that are going on. So some of these special offers that we've already heard about are advertisements for at-home testing kits for COVID-19. Um, we've heard about different cures and vaccines that have already come out that can cure you of the coronavirus or those that you might know of. Um, so be very careful with some of these because there, right now, unfortunately, there is no cure or vaccine and there is no at-home test kit. So if you're hearing that, if you're getting a pop-up on your computer or you're getting an email that you're so lucky to have heard this groundbreaking news, avoid it. Delete it. It's a scam. If you click on it, there's a very good chance that that could lead to having malware installed on your computer, uh, which then, of course, can present a whole host of other issues that become far more serious. So be very careful. Uh, like I said, currently there are no at-home test kits. There are no cures or vaccines. Um, so be careful a lot of these pop-ups that say that they do exist. The next one, free money coming straight to your home. Does that not sound like the biggest scam ever? We've all heard that a thousand times. Now it's actually a reality. Since that bill was passed last week, that $2.2 trillion bill, every American within a certain income uh, parameter, every adult American will be getting a $1,200 check and also a $500 check per child, okay? So these are some big funds that are gonna be dispersed uh, very quickly within the next few weeks all across America. And the way that that's gonna be done is based on your prior tax returns to deem if you're eligible or not. And with those tax returns, if you used to do a direct deposit where you would uh, collect your refund or make your payment via your checking account, they're actually gonna disperse those funds just like they would your tax refund. Uh, if you didn't do it that way, it's actually gonna come through a physical check in the mail uh, for you. So who would have thought we'd ever see this day where we actually are getting free money from the government and you didn't win the lotto or you didn't meet some prince in Nigeria? It's a real thing. But having said that, you now need to be very careful of a lot of scams that are related to that, such as get your check quicker, get your money quicker, get even more money by following this instruction or enrolling into this program. You name it, the scammers have already come out with all different ideas to, again, prey on people uh, that are being enticed by this money that's soon going to be showing up at their house. So exercise, caution, guys. Watch the news. Go to official government websites if you need more information on this, and your money will be showing up shortly if you're entitled to it. 
the next one, and this is probably the most common, is fishing. All right, and that's what a pH, all right, fishing. What that does is, again, everyone's very quick, just like I mentioned with the robocalls. We all get inundated with spam email. A lot of it now goes into our spam filter. Some of it makes its way through, and we're just constantly deleting those things all day long. But now that everybody is in the need for more information on what's changing moment by moment with the coronavirus, a lot of us are apt to perhaps click that email or read a bit further. So you need to be careful of that because essentially what phishing is, is these evil actors out there, um, the criminals, what they're doing is they're mimicking a lot of official emails. All right, so you might be getting emails that say they're from the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, or they say that they're from the WHO, the World Health Organization. And they might be showing actual charts that are the real charts or graphs that the CDC and the WHO use. Um, unfortunately, if you click on those, it can often lead to having malware, again, installed on your computer or forfeiting up a lot of the security that you have already on your computer. So be very, very careful with that. Again, delete those emails if you identify them or report them. And then you also wanna go verify any information in question with the actual source, okay? So some of the common ones as we've seen, you know, cdc.gov is the official website of the CDC. You might be getting an email from cdc.com, all right? So you gotta be very careful with these because they can get creative uh, in the way that they try and uh, disperse that false information. All right, so use caution. The next one is going to be on social media. All right, we all know that everyone in the world gets to become an expert as soon as they go on social media. All right, there are no references needed or any background needed. We're all that expert. You know, it's like we stayed at the Holiday Inn last night whenever we step on Facebook. One of the big things, unfortunately, that's happening right now in social media is the pop-up of fraudulent charities, okay? And what they are, they're alleged charities that have been created to help victims of the coronavirus or to, you know, help anyone else that's been affected by it. A lot of these are not real, okay? At best, they might just be collecting small donations from you that go into their pockets, at worst, they could be taking some of your financial data or information as you try and wire this false account money. So be extremely careful with that and do your uh, due diligence again on any charities that you might feel compelled to help out. The next one is going to be price gouging. All right. This unfortunately happens whenever there's a crisis and it's going on right now. Whether it be, just think of when you go food shopping, there's no toilet paper out there. Is there going to be a black market for toilet paper or to go get some poultry or some eggs from the food store? Some of this is actually happening right now. So be careful about that, especially on the internet. So I would encourage all of you to continue to visit, you know, well-established retailers that you can trust uh, rather than falling prey to some of these um, people that kind of, again, are, are fear mongers and telling you that Armageddon's coming and that this is the only face mask you're going to be able to purchase and uh, charging outrageous prices for some of this. All right. It has created a bit of a black market. And then last but not least, and this is something even with my firm we've taken great uh, precautions with, is most Americans right now, if they are fortunate enough to be working, are doing so remotely. All right. If you are in a position or a career that deals with sensitive information, 
could be healthcare, could be law, it could be accounting, it could be finance. The list goes on and on. There's so much information out there. Most at their actual office or place of business will already have different antivirus firewalls and things of that nature to try and protect their information as well as their clients. Now that we're working remotely, not all of those firewalls necessarily transfer to these offsite locations. So you definitely wanna, if you're a sole proprietor or on your own, do some homework on this. Or if you're working for a company, contact your managers, your HR or your IT office in particular and ask, you know, did all of my uh, firewalls, antivirus, et cetera, transfer to my laptop or my devices now that I'm no longer working from our office? All right, so those are some of the key ones you got to be weary of, guys. I'm going to run through them real quick just so you heard it one more time. Again, if you're working remotely, make sure that you have the same safety measures in place. Price gouging, again, don't get taken advantage of. You know you know when it's too good to be true or you know when you're just getting ripped off. Social media, beware of tons of false information out there, especially relating to uh, these fake charities asking for your donation. Phishing, be careful with your emails, okay? We're seeing tons of phishing attacks out there that are very creative and look very legitimate. Uh, free money straight to your home, there is going to be money coming to your home, but don't fall prey to some of the different scams that are kind of uh, window dressing around that. Any of these special offers of vaccines, cures, etc. again, be careful. And lastly, with the robocalls, do not press a button when you're listening to that message, okay? So I hope this has been helpful. I'm very sorry that we have to even have this episode, but it is imperative because that's the reality of the situation. It's just like the white van, you know, with no windows that's going around to the playground trying to give some candy to kids. All right. The entry point for every successful hack is going to deal with your wants or your fears. And unfortunately, criminals are opportunists and they see this as a ripe opportunity to swoop in at a moment's weakness. And unfortunately, if you open that door, uh, these hackers might be able to wreak havoc on your reputation or your financial well-being or your business for that matter. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to another episode of the Kaderna podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kaderna. Uh, please share the uh, good word on social media. Um, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, we're there. Tune in on YouTube and uh, stay safe out there. Continue to wash your hands, do, do what you're supposed to do and stay home. And we'll be through this thing hopefully sooner than later. Thanks and have a great week. The Kaderna Podcast is for informational purposes only. Individual situations may vary, and the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guardian and its subsidiaries do not provide tax, legal, social security, student loan, mortgage, or real estate advice. Listeners should contact their own tax, accounting, or legal advisors, or the social security department in this matter. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Brian Kaderna is a registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. Pass. 300 Broadacres Drive, Suite 175, Bloomfield, New Jersey, 07003. Securities, product services, and advisory services are offered through Pass, a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor. Not 
973-244-4420. Financial representative, The Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Pass is an indirect wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Coderna Financial Team and International Planning Alliance, LLC, are not affiliates or subsidiaries of Pass or Guardian. Coderna Financial Team is a division of International Planning Alliance, LLC, a general agency of Guardian. Pass is a member of FINRA, SIPC. California Insurance License Number, OK04194. Content of the Coderna Podcast is copyright of Brian M. Coderna, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the content in any form is prohibited without prior permission from the Coderna Podcast. The views and opinions expressed herein may not be those of Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, or any of its subsidiaries or affiliates. Guardian does not verify and does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of, of the information or opinions presented herein. Any third-party materials referenced cannot be endorsed or verified by Guardian and are used as the opinion of the author. Guardian, its subsidiaries, or affiliates do not provide or issue or advise for mortgages. This material contains the current opinions of the author, but not necessarily those of Guardian or its subsidiaries, and such opinions are subject to change without notice.